Hey everybody, Larry Roberts here, and I wanted to see if I could get you to do me a favor. If you're listening to the show and you enjoy what you hear, head over to iTunes or Spotify or Google Podcasts or wherever it is you get your podcasts and subscribe to the show. This guarantees that you get the latest and the greatest content from the Readily Random Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to talking to you very soon. And now it's time for another awesome episode of the Readily Random Podcast. Hey, you could be larger than life, bigger than the world, living out the hopes and dreams of every boy and every girl. You might see the disgust on my face and the, you know, the lack of energy in my dancing flair. And that would be because I just embarrassed myself tremendously. You know, most of you know I've been in this podcast game for about five years now. And I like to think of myself as one of the, you know, one of the top cat daddies. And uh, we had a great little introduction going with my guest today. And I said something about we were talking in the green room before I hit record. And then I looked over. The record button was still green. <laughs> it's red <laughs> when it's recording, guys. So I had to look like an idiot and go, you know what? I didn't hit record. So it happens, though. But the good thing is we were only like three minutes in and not 30 minutes in. So I'm glad I caught that. That would have been horrible. But anyhow, hey, let's try to make a better impression this time around with our guest. Our guest today is a hip-hop artist, and she is going to be blowing up the airwaves, especially with her latest single, man. I had said just a minute ago that I've been hit up by several music artists uh, over the years saying, hey, man, can I be on your podcast? I need to get some airtime. I want to get some play. And uh, I listen to their, their, their tunes, and I'm like, uh, can't do it, man. I just can't do it. And then I make up some, you know, sad excuse that doesn't hurt their feelings, but at the same time doesn't make me have to play their stuff. And uh, <laughs> 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 but, but that did not happen this time around. Uh, Robert Grigori, shout out to Robert. What's up, man? Thank you so much for connecting me and Shara here for another episode of the Readily Random Podcast. Shara, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. It's my first podcast. I don't remember if I said that already or if it was the last recording, but it's my first <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I don't think you said it this recording. I don't, I don't think you said it this round, so I think you're safe. So, yeah. man, yeah, so there you go. It's your first podcast. I made a great impression. Podcasters are, to, you know, complete pros. Uh, you know, I, I, I probably came across as one of those previous musicians that I've been hit up for. And you're sitting over there at your crib going, eh, I don't know if I want to be on this show. No way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stoked. Mistakes happen, man. <laughs> yeah, that's cool, man. Take two, right? Take two. Yeah. So, Char, how long have you been doing music, man? I've been doing music my whole life. Honestly, it's one of those things that when I was like literally four years old, I was like, I'm going to be a singer. That's my whole life. <laughs> wow. That's cool, though, man. And, you know, it's really cool because... As an adult, you are doing what you dreamed of as a child, and there's so few of us that get to do that. Oh, that's so nice. I mean, I guess when you put it that way, I guess I am doing it. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, you're living your dream. Four years old, you're like, I'm going to be a singer, and now here you are. You are a singer, and I'm telling you, your video is fire, man, for real. Oh, thank you. I watched it, and I was just like, man, this, this, is, this is really, really good. So what are you doing to get that out there besides being on the Readily Random podcast, man? <laughs> well, we just actually charted in America. You're in America. I'm in Canada. <laughs> yes. Yes. There's time zones there. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. Weird. 
So we're on uh, the radio in all over America, and we charted at 97, which I feel is like pretty good for like my first time charting, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, so we're just really focusing on radio right now. I think we're going to focus on Spotify next. Okay. But um, yeah, I was really excited. I was like jumping up and down because um, I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan. Like I'm obsessed with Taylor Swift. Taylor, are you watching? <laughs> Taylor's not watching this, I, I promise. Yeah, I wish she was. I'd be like, right. what's up, Taylor? But uh, yeah, she's probably not. But if she is, what's up, girl? Give me a home. Yeah. Home. Drop them digits, baby. What's up? So, no, but she, me and her, our names were beside each other on the radio chart. And I was just like so excited. Obviously, I posted about that. Oh, most doubt. So you guys were like, what is she like, 99 or something? You're above her, right? I'm sure. <laughs> no, she, it was, you know, her song, Me? It was like a year and a half old. I think it was at like 95 or something. Or something. <laughs> But you know what? Who cares? Who cares how old yeah. it is? The fact is, you're sitting there, and this goes back to living that dream, man. You're sitting there, and you look at the charts, you see your name, and you see Taylor Swift's name beside each other. How freaking cool is that? Yeah, no, it was pretty cool. That was, like, one of the moments that, like, I want to remember forever, just because, like I said, I'm, like, obsessed with Taylor Swift. <laughs> man, that is amazing. Did you, did you, you, you took a picture, right? I mean, you've got a, you've got an image of it, right? I mean, that is so, oh, yeah. that, you know, and that's, wow, that is amazing. I'm going to frame it, I think. <laughs> oh, I would, too, 100%. 100%, I would frame it. Yeah. There's no doubt. I'd mat it and glowing Ooh. lights and everything. I'll put some LEDs in there. <laughs> Look. That's right. Yeah, no, that'd be cool. <laughs> So you, it's funny, you know, you, uh, you said you met our mutual friend, Robert at a, uh, at a Katy Perry concert. I, I mean, you, you like Taylor <laughs> He doesn't Smith? seem the Katy Perry type, no, does he? No, I mean, was it a gift for his wife or was that, is that? <laughs> I don't know, but he was, he was dancing to Teenage Dream. What can I say? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> you, know, you know, the thing is, I, I can see him probably doing it, man. He just likes to have a good time, man. I don't blame him. That's cool, you know? Katy Perry's yeah. kind of not my gig, but it's all right. But I, was I love Katy, too. She put on a really good show. But really? it was just it's just weird because he didn't seem like a Katy Perry right, fan. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, it's funny, though, because, and this is what I was going to admit before the show, and I shouldn't, but uh, I, I watch Married at First Sight. You know, oh yeah, my mom watches that. Oh, my mom watches it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> this show is over. We're we're gonna go ahead and cut this. Yeah, all you old people, you you guys watch that shit. Uh, but yeah, but one of the chicks on there, <laughs> I did. It just started a new season. We're on episode two. See, and one of the chicks that got married, she looks like Katy Perry. In my opinion, I call her Katy Perry. My wife goes, "Dude, that is not Katy Perry." But to me, she looks like I don't know, whatever. But it was just funny that Katy Perry came up in this podcast. Katy Perry's a babe. Yeah, well, you know, she really is kind of a babe. But it seems like, to me, it seemed like she kind of dropped off a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, every musician takes breaks, I think, nowadays, right? Oh, that, uh, no, no. You know, <laughs> I think it's that way with celebrities, though. But it's hard. Now, somebody of Katy Perry's, you know, status, if you take a break and come back, not that big a deal, probably. But if yeah. you're coming up through the ranks, man, do you want to take a break? You you want to no. stay out there 24-7, 365, right? Oh, yeah. I was even talking about um, there's an, a, you know, a few artists who say that they're retiring. 
And like, I, I said that, like, I never want to retire. I mean, I guess like maybe because like it's taken me so long to even get anything on the radio. I never want to retire. I'm going to be share up in this bitch. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool, man. She's an icon. She's a legend, right? So (laughs) that just goes back again. That falls right in line with the four-year-old dreams, man. And now you're, you're on the charts. You've still got these massive goals and the goals, they just keep the, the, your, 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 End goal is never in sight because it's so far out of reach that you just keep attaining better levels, going higher, going higher, going higher. You keep working to reach that ultimate level. And, you know, I think that's something that a lot of people don't realize when they look at musicians or they look at movie stars or they look at, you know, podcasters and uh, they go, man, I want to be like those cats. Right. And they don't realize the time that has been put in here. And even overnight successes are really not overnight successes. No, I was just talking about that with my counselor yesterday, actually. I'm like pro-counseling. Okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> But anyway, yeah. we were uh, talking about how, like, uh, there's no overnight successes. Like, you think that it's an overnight success because that's the way, like, the press makes it seem. But really, like, that person's been living in their car for, like, 25 years. <laughs> right, right. You know? It's like, yeah. I'm a huge comedy fan as well. And I see these comedians that suddenly burst on the scene. They're like, oh, man, he's a new comedian on the scene. I'm no, bro, he ain't a new comedian. He's been doing this for 15 years. He's been in, you know, in the back of clubs while a musician's on the other side. And he's over here telling jokes and nobody's even listening. But yet he's still going through the motions. He's working. He's, you know, taking those next steps each and every day to finally be that emerging artist. Yeah. And it's cool to talk to you and know that you're one of those emerging artists. That's that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, like, I have huge goals, and I think it's a curse and a blessing. Like, I want, like, you know, I want to be out there in the world, like, world domination of pop stardom. <laughs> but, like, that's a big goal, and I feel like that sets you up for failure a lot. So my new goal is to just try to take it day by day and like really celebrate like the little things in between, you know? No, I do know a hundred percent what you're saying there because as you know, I'm almost 48 and never in my life have I really ever been satisfied with an accomplishment and they varied over the years as to what they may or may not be, you know, but no matter what it was, I go, oh, well, yeah, I I did it, but I could have done it better. I could have done this. I could have done that. I should have done this. But you still won. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. I didn't win like this, you know? I used to be a kickboxer, and, you know, I won a lot by decision, uh, but only won ever by knockout. And I'm like, why don't I knock people out all the time, you know? And even (laughs) if I win, I go, why didn't I knock him out? It, It sucks, you know? So it's hard to just sit back and take those victories for what they are. And they're they're victories, you know, take that credit and enjoy the moment and savor it. Yeah, no, totally. I, like I said, I think it's a curse and a blessing because like, I mean, obviously you're the same way. I think it keeps us like moving forward and reaching those goals. And I feel like a lot of successful people always have like really, any genre, they have really big goals, right? But yeah, I mean, it's hard to be like, oh, I should be happy with this because you're always wanting more. It's like, yeah, curse and a blessing. (laughs) Well, you know, I think it's a certain, certain, personality type maybe i mean if you look at even entrepreneurs because i talk to entrepreneurs a lot on this show as well a lot of successful entrepreneurs they have that same drive they're never satisfied you know uh, someone made their first million they're like whatever dude it's just a million i need 10 million you know i still gotta be <laughs> jeff bezos you know i gotta get up there in the billions 
And they're yeah. just they're just never ever satisfied. They've got this burning desire and this burning drive to just be the absolute best. And I don't think you can break out of mediocrity if you don't have that same feeling. I agree. Totally. It's like, yeah, 100% I agree. So tell me, I think this would be kind of fun. Tell me about your worst performance experience. Ooh. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Were you in a bowling alley singing while everybody's bowling? I mean, there's, there's some stories out there that were just, you're like, oh my God, why am I doing this? Oh yeah. Okay. My worst was, I was actually really young, but I started this young, right? Like I said, there's no, I mean, I'm nowhere near where I want to be, but there's no overnight successes. So I had this performance when I was 10 or nine, nine or 10. (laughs) And I lived in Harrison hot springs. Do you know where, Oh, you, you're not from Canada. Do you know where Harrison hot springs? Okay. It's a small, small town outside of Vancouver, British Columbia. Sounds it's cool. just like a small, like 20 person town. <laughs> okay. So I lived there and um, I actually like entered into this like big city competition and um, I got in and I was small town girl, went to the city at nine or 10. There was like 15,000 people and I had to compete with all these other kids. So I had only ever seen at most maybe 200 people in my whole life, <laughs> like at once. Right, right. <laughs> so like I go and there's like 15,000, 20,000 people at the PE, which is like this like show anyways. Wow. Um, so I'm like, how do I even describe the PE? And there's rides, you know, popcorn, whatever. Amusement park-ish <laughs> type place. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, I get out on stage and I'm like absolutely petrified. Like I forget all the words and I'm like shaking like a leaf. And like the whole time I was like, (laughs) 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 yeah. And I was like so scared and I can barely remember it. And then I didn't sing after that for like two years. Really? Oh yeah. I was like, no. (laughs) Wow. It's funny how we can have those traumatic experiences. And even though it's a dream, it just sets us way back. Yeah. And, you know, you, you, you said that you were pro counseling, which I think also to reach those levels, you have to have some kind of counseling, some guidance, you know, oh, for sure. I'm constantly telling other podcasters, get a coach. And if you surpass or you reach the level of that coach, get you a new coach because mm-hmm. as your goals increase, you're going to have to have higher level coaching and counseling, but I don't believe you can do it without it. I, I just don't think you can. Uh, no, I agree. And I'm, I'm a believer, like, I mean, this might piss a lot of people off, but I think everyone should have counseling. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a fair like, statement today in 2020. I think that's perfectly fair. Yeah. Like, I think it should be like in our curriculum at school because like, look how fucked up the world is. <laughs> right. Right. It is a mess. And I think if somebody just said, Hey man, it's okay. You know, yeah. you'd be, you'd see a different environment out there. So Totally. Uh, you know, it, oh man, I almost went off on a tangent there and I'm not going to do it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to bitch about 2020. So, I know, right? Same. <laughs> man, it's so easy, man. It's so easy. Yeah. So how has that affected you? Seriously, though, how has is, how is the old uh, C-19 affected you? Oh, it's not not good, Lair. It's not good. <laughs> Lair? We've been friends for 20 minutes here. This is great. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> No, it's horrible. It's horrible. So basically I was supposed to be in LA, like doing another music video, like going on talk shows, like doing a bunch of interviews and like getting back in the studio and all of that's obviously canceled. Right. So, um, I think obviously that's affected. I mean, everyone obviously, but it's affected like my career as well. It's kind of like we released music at the worst possible time in the past 20 years. 
Yeah, it's it's anybody that had big goals this year. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. You know, you just kind of got screwed. I, I thought this was going to be a big and, and honestly, you know, it, it, a subtle twist of irony. It's actually been pretty good for podcasters. Oh yeah, because we've pretty much got captive audiences right now. Yeah, so, you that know, part's people, true. People are looking for for other avenues of entertainment. The only thing on television is reruns. You know, Hollywood got shut down, so we're not seeing any kind of a new episodes of our favorite shows or anything like that. And people are looking for new ways to be informed and entertained. And podcasts are so great at doing that very thing. So uh, this is a perfect opportunity for you to be on the Readily Random Podcast because, hey, somebody's going to listen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> somebody's going to listen. <laughs> but yeah, podcasts, I mean, I'm sure there's lots of areas that are doing well during COVID, right? Well, you would hope, you know, how is Canada doing as a country? I mean, because all I'm hearing is how horrible the United States is. And I kind of avoid it, to be honest with you. Yeah, um, well, I'm in British Columbia, so we're actually doing really good. We only have 200 active cases of COVID, oh, wow. which is like, yeah, next to nothing. But then like in Ontario and back east, like it's like pretty bad. So I'd say half of Canada is doing okay and the other half not so much, but we're still, you know, we're doing better than the States though. <laughs> well, uh, congratulations. Congratulations. That says a lot. No, it doesn't. It doesn't say much. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, hopefully like we could all just like, I don't know, find a vaccine soon or <sighs> something. people stay inside and wear a mask. I don't know. Yeah. I saw today that they're talking about wear goggles. Dr. Fauci is, is talking about should wear goggles. I'm like, what? <laughs> this, we're going steampunk. Is that what we're doing? We're going to wear the, the, I don't know if you ever see the old crow mask, you know, like they wore during the plague years, like in 1800s and shit. We're going to be running yeah. around here looking all crazy, but I'm, I'm, I'm not wearing goggles. I'll wear a mask. Cause I've got, a I got, I got one of those, like, you know, those face shields yeah, that yeah. like go over. I, cause I was actually supposed to go to Toronto to go see my family, but uh, that got canceled. But I had like a, a mask to do it or like a shield to do it. And I like forgot to take like the film off and I like couldn't see anything. And I was, my cousin was like, pretty sure that comes off. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, that's why I can't see anything. It's so blurry. I don't understand this. This is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I find it interesting that you're in Canada, but you have no accent. Is that trained or is that just, are you a transplant? How come you don't have an accent? A? Really? What do, what do Canadians sound like? Eh? Well, you know, <laughs> a, you know, they always say A and poutine and they're talking about eating fries and, and, and uh, what else? Don't you know? Do you say schedule or schedule? I'm a schedule kind of guy. Yeah. Okay, me too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they say sorry, sorry, the O's, you know, but I, I wouldn't know where you were from talking to you. And I'm in Texas and, I, you know, I worked hard my life, uh, most of my life to remove the Texas drawl from my <laughs> language. But at times it still manages to resurface. So I didn't know if maybe you had trained to have a flat, non-accented voice or if it's just how it is. That's kind of cool. No, it's just how it is. But I do know um, a lot of Canadians who who do sound like how how you were describing. I don't know. It's just how I talk. But I want to go. I want to move to L.A. ASAP after the apocalypse is over. So, I mean, that sounds good that, you know, I can fit in. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah, you'd fit right in because California is just a flat accent. I, I lived a, for a, a few years in my single digits back in the day. Uh, in California, I lived in Stockton and, uh, it was, there was no accent that I recall there, but I'm interested in, in talking about your song a little bit more. What inspired, give us the name of the song again. Real love. 
Real love, that's right. And Sorry, I have another one coming out, so I was just confused on which one. <laughs> well, I haven't heard the new one yet, have I? I've only heard one. It was Real oh, Love. Oh, okay, yeah, Real Love. And uh, it was it was co very cool. So did you do you do all of your writing, or do you have writers that write songs for you? Or how, how do you go through the, the production process of your music there? Well, normally, like, I'm a songwriter as well, and normally I write, like, minimum 50% of my songs. Um, I usually have a co-writer. Sometimes I write 100%, but actually on Real Love, I didn't write that song. I just heard it, and I, like, really loved it, and I felt like I wrote – I didn't write it, but I felt like I wrote it, just, like, the, the words, because, like, I don't know, I've, like – there's been a lot of fuck boys, Larry. <laughs> so, like, this, so this song was describing fuck boys perfectly. 100%. Yes. Yes, it was. So, <laughs> I, was so like, I was like, yeah, this is like, this song is my song. Like, I know that a lot of people can relate to that song. That is too funny. <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to pull it up. I, I hope, I hope. Cause I'd like to play, you know, just a little bit of it. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Let's take a listen to it real quick. This dude's hair really made me <laughs> mad. <It> says that. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> Lies, baby, all them guys, they crazy Cause they don't know how to be real They are carbon copies, they just want this body They don't care about catching these feels Please don't diamonds on no cars I just need a man who wants my heart If you can handle every part of me I could blow your mind I just want that That hook, man, for real. So yeah, there we go, man. A little bit of real love for you uh, with Sharp. I'm telling you though, that you liked his hair for real. I did like his hair. <laughs> I thought he was super hot, but like uh, I've <laughs> I've heard a lot of people be like, "Why is his hair like that? Like, why would you pick someone with hair like that?" I'm like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Here's the thing. From a creative perspective, it's your video. You can do whatever the hell you want. If you thought he was hot, then he's hot, girl. That's all that matters, right? It's your music. It's your creation, so go for it, you know? Do yeah. You so, no, it's it's great, though. The video's great. It's got a great look. It's got a great vibe. I love that hook when it kicks in. It's, it's just, it's it's a fun song, in all honesty, even though you're talking about, you know, fuckboys. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's hard to find real love. Dude, I know. Believe me. Uh, it took me... <laughs> well, I've been married now 20, almost 21 years. And, so what, you got uh, married when you are like, 17? <laughs> well, I did get married to the first one when I was 19. Hung out with her for a few years. Had a couple of rugrats. Then we went our separate ways. And uh, there were some, um, I don't know, what do you call them? Um, <laughs> there you go. You know, club hoes. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> little, oh, thoughts. There we go. I'll be cool. Thoughts. They're little thoughts. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I met my, my wife, who's now my wife. We met, got married six months later. We've been together ever since. So uh, it, it took some experimentation and some, really, honestly, it took some soul searching on my part to figure things out because I wasn't the nicest guy. <laughs> It's amazing you can admit that. Oh man, yeah, definitely. I was, uh, yeah, I had an ego. I thought I was pretty, pretty cat daddy. Cause I mean, I looked better then. Okay, so just bear with me. <laughs> you look fine. <laughs> no, I didn't have the I didn't have the cool hair though. I didn't have the cool the cool yeah. hang, hangover. So, but yeah. So anyway, let's talk about your new song. What's coming out next? So it's called Apocalypse. Okay. Um, which is funny because I actually wrote it a year and a half ago. And, like, nothing was happening a year and a half ago. I mean, other than, the, like, the craziness of the world, obviously. But, like, you know, we were all used to that. Right, right. It was <laughs> so we were crazy. all just, you know, on Instagram, trying to get our legs, driving to work, going to Starbucks. <laughs> you know. So, right, anyways, right. I wrote it a year and a half ago. And I just, like, yeah, had this hook in my head about, like, the apocalypse. And then um, we didn't release it, um, I guess, I don't know why we, we didn't release that one first, but I guess it was all divine timing because now it's the apocalypse and now we're going <laughs> to release the apocalypse. <laughs> and now we're so stoked because it's really the apocalypse. This is the perfect <laughs> opportunity to release our song. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> we got to capitalize on that, man. <laughs> uh, buildings are burning down around us, but hey, we got a great song. It's so. I know, right? Hey, did you see that meme? Oh my God. Oh, I don't think it's on my Instagram, but it's like the world burning. And then it's like Will Ferrell being like, does anyone want to listen to my song? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so See? good. It's on point. It's on point for real. For real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is too funny. Well, uh, it, can I get like a sneak peek of the song or what? I mean, you got anything? Yeah. Let me let me yeah. see if I can pull it up. Yeah, hook us up with a little bit. Mm, no, we can't. I can't. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I can't no. find it in a quick matter. Nope, I don't have access to it, so you know. no. But you'll hear it. Can you have me back on when I release it? I'd love to. I think it'd be a blast. I, I'm Yay. having so much fun with this with this conversation and this episode <laughs> of the podcast. I would love to have you back on. So I'm holding you to that. <laughs> you don't have to. It's just a done deal. Just let me know when it comes out, and we'll get it scheduled. So okay. That's You'll gonna like be it. awesome. It's, it's a dance song, so okay. it's like you know, it's a dance song, but the lyrics are heavy. Cool, cool, very cool. I look forward to hearing it. So yeah, you know, I see people are. are you, you mentioned that you want to move to LA, and you're, you're scheduled to move to LA when this hit. Is that still the spot though? I mean, with because California is kind of going crazy, and you're seeing a, a large migration of people out of California and into well, Texas. A lot of them are coming to Austin. You know, you even got Joe Rogan moving out of L.A. And, and coming to Austin. And so it's it's interesting that a lot of the performers and actors and musicians are kind of tearing ass. Uh, is that still the hot spot to be? I mean, or maybe. Um, I think for music. Yeah. But I'll, at the same time, um, I just want to move to like I, it doesn't have to be L.A. I just want to move to the States because there's way more opportunities for like I'm like a pop art like a mainstream artist so in canada there's not many opportunities for mainstream music so it doesn't have to be la but i definitely want to move to the states i got you um, that's cool okay yeah i mean i'll miss my health care but i'm still moving <laughs> <laughs> you know and oh well I, you know for an independent artist maybe healthcare is a little bit more of a struggle in the states uh i, I don't see that it's all that bad i mean it's 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 i've gotten less coverage over the years you know it seems like every year i get a little bit little ding here a little ding there but i don't think it's the death sentence that the world wants us to think that it is it's just 
Yeah, that's not. good. That's good to know because I was like, how much am I going to have to pay when I move? <laughs> well, it, you know, I, and again, I don't know if, if you belong to like a SAG or if there's a musician's organization that's similar to SAG or something along those lines that provides insurance. Uh, probably through something like that, you want to pay that much, really. Yeah. But uh, if you have to go with like a Cobra, which is an independent insurance provider, it's a little pricey. Yeah. Oh, does. okay. Yeah. No, I mean, these are just minor things for me. Like, I've always wanted to move to the States. It just hasn't happened yet, but it will one day. Right on, right on. So, are you looking for the real love to move you to the States? Is that what we're doing? Or <laughs> you just waiting for that, you know, that, that, the, the relationship to bloom. Are you married now? No, I no, oh, okay. I'm not okay. married. No. Okay. Okay. See the, everybody's gonna want to know. They're gonna see the video. They're gonna go, "Is she married?" No, so, I'm like really single. Like Netflix is my boyfriend single. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm so I'm so strung out on Netflix. I have been over the past I don't know week. I've just been watching really bad Chinese movies on Netflix. Some of them subtitled. Some of them not. <laughs> That's yeah, my roommate I, does that. He watches the he watches those really random like subtitle movies. <laughs> yeah, and I don't. I'm just like, man, I've seen everything. You know, I love all the series that are on there, the game shows. What's that hot uh, the, that hot show or the hottest hotness island or something like that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you have to like pay if you give a blowjob or something. Here you something like, like that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I know. There's some weird shows. No, I'm into like, you know, like Queen of the South. Have you seen that? My it's wife so watches good. it. Yes, my wife loves it. Yeah, I'm obsessed. Now, she's, and, the, it's the, she's the drug dealer, the, the, the drug kingpin. Yeah, my wife yeah. has watched it. I haven't, and I need to. Maybe that's what I need to do. I need to check that out. So Yeah, I pretty much only watch shows about like drugs and murder. <laughs> and <laughs> Wholesome stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so no, I'm not dating. I'm watching uh, shows on murder instead. <laughs> that's 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 great. So guys, if you you see the video here and you get some ideas in your head, remember she knows how to pull it off without getting caught. I mean, that's just all I can tell you. That's right. She's, she's studying the art form. So <laughs> so now, yeah. do you have a whole album that people can buy, or you you go in the single route, or how does that work? I don't I don't even know anything about how all that works. Well, we do have um, twelve songs recorded, but um, I'm the type of person that likes to keep adding more songs. So right now, we're doing like the single route, and then eventually we'll do an album. But it's kind of just single at a time right now because I'm still like building like. I still need to get my, you know, Spotify up, Apple Music up and all that, get more interviews. And then I think once we get more traction, we'll like drop an album. But yeah, it'll be probably a few more singles. That's cool. That's very cool. So uh, do you, are you signed to a label or? Yeah, I'm signed to an uh, independent label in the States. Okay. Okay. They're out of Chicago and Memphis. So, very cool. Yeah. So I went, I've been to the States quite a bit in the past. I've only been signed for a year and a half. So okay. I've been to the States quite a few times in the year and a half. See, and I was wondering too, Nashville, you know, seemed like maybe a place to be. And I know Nashville's got the Grand Old Opry and country music and stuff, but I, they have a pretty solid scene of, of like hip hop, don't they? Yeah. I mean, they have, and pop, definitely. They have yeah. a scene, they have like a scene for everything. I definitely, um, that was in the plans to go do a couple shows in Nashville too, but we ended up doing Memphis and then we were going to come back in 2020 to go to Nashville. But <laughs> <laughs> well, my podcast coach, he's out of Nashville. So oh, wow. he kind of keeps me up to date on some things. You know, we just kind of chat about the business and whatnot of podcasting primarily, but he's in radio also. So he's got some of the, the ins and outs of some of the, the latest and greatest happenings there in the in the the uh, the Nashville area, so that's kind of cool. But well, man, I, I 
this has been a whirlwind of a show, to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> tell people where they can find you. How can they get in contact with you if they want to learn more about you? What's your website? All that good kind of stuff. Yeah, that would be amazing. My name is like super weird. Um, so it's hard to find me on the internet, but you will find me. It's I am Shara. So I am S-C-H-A-R-A. And that you can find me everywhere. Very cool. And that's your that's your social media handle, the whole nine yards, right? That's, yeah, that's uniform yeah. across the board. So yeah, because that, someone had Shara taken and I was like, have you ever met another Shara? Because I personally haven't. How is this taken? <laughs> right? You know, it, it kills me because I've, I've been looking at starting a new podcast to go along with Rand Readily Random. And uh, I would come up with a name. And the first thing I would do is check the URL to see if it, it existed. Dude, everything's taken. <laughs> everything you're like what that's i'm not even spelling it right and it's still taken i don't i don't i don't understand this you know but uh, you i know, know it's it just like dudes in their basement that like grab these like names and just keep it <laughs> i swear to god they do because i've seen a couple of urls that i want like 1500 bucks you yeah. know 2500 bucks and i'm like come on man i'm not gonna pay for a url for a maybe successful podcast you know what i mean yeah yeah so it's, it's nuts it can be frustrating but i am shara gets you everywhere you need to be and get you all the latest and greatest information about shara mm -hmm. so everybody check it out man check out real love you can go to youtube right now you can watch the video it's complete fire except for that dude's hair <laughs> other, other, other than that look for other radio and and uh, she's just bringing the fire, man. I wish her all the best luck in the world. So, Shara, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me so much. I will um, hopefully be back and tell you more about the apocalypse. There, there's no hopefully. I promise you. I'm telling everybody <laughs> right now. I promise that yes. I will have Shara back. We'll talk about Netflix, and we'll talk. We'll get caught up on all the latest shows, and mm. we'll talk about apocalypse. If the <laughs> As long as we're, you know, buildings are still standing and that we haven't lived the apocalypse yet, uh, we'll talk about. <laughs> is that coming out soon? By the way, I mean, yeah, it should be in the next couple months. Okay, uh, like before the election, or you know, yeah, like, before, yeah, yes, before the election. Okay, so it'll hit before. Okay, so maybe we'll still we'll still be here. So that's kind of cool. I'm excited <laughs> about that. That's. <laughs> you can come to Canada. I can keep you safe, dude. I would totally love to come to Canada. That would be so cool. I've always wanted to go to Canada. I really have. But, you know, I've been on both sides of the United States. I've been in some states up north, but uh, I've never been out of the country. Yeah, no, you got to come to Canada. It's, it's great. I mean, you got to like nature, though. I love nature. I mean, I, right. I, seriously, I love <laughs> nature. And I'm looking, honestly, I've been looking at like Montana because yep. I, want, I want to get the hell out of here. I want to get a little, I don't want to be off grid or some freaky little survivor guy, you know, in an in a, in a underground bunker or something. But, you know, get up there where I don't have a neighbor, like within... I don't know, 50 acres or something in any direction. You know what I mean? Just, yeah. just out there by myself, just kind of chilling. And uh, I would love to do that. But yeah, I just, I just do. I just, I love nature. So Me too. Cool deal. Well, all right. Well, Shara, thank you so much once again. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you again very, very soon. Sounds good. Thank you for having me. Have an awesome day. You too. Take care. Hey, you can be 